Well, I want to thank you for tuning in to the Remnant Radio Program on this Thursday, 4-18-2019. I believe it is a day that will live in infamy. It is one of those days that you'll probably remember for a very long time, the day the Mueller report came out officially. I know that we had the announcement uh, a week or so back from uh, Attorney General Barr, you know, admitting and, and expressing that there was no collusion and no obstruction. But today was the day that the actual report was released and the media is in a frenzy. And I think we need to talk about it, Christians, men and, men, men and women of God. I think we need to talk about this because I think it's extremely important that you understand what has taken place here. Now, if you have read the articles on rmntnews.com or if you have not, but you've been in the uh, alternative news community and you have gotten your news from sources that are outside the mainstream corporate mockingbird media, because that's what I call them. Um, I call them the mainstream corporate media for, for a reason, mainstream corporate media. And I do that because they are owned 90 to 95 percent by six corporations. And so a while back, I just decided, you know what, I'm going to call them the mainstream corporate media because they're corporately owned, controlled, and they have an agenda. And then I started doing some research because I said, how is it possible that these media outlets that I'm trusting for my information? See, really, you know, I don't talk about this a lot, but my own personal journey, how I started to be awoke. <laughs> How did I wake up? How did I woke? How did I become woke, right? So I hope you're woke. And if not, when you listen to this show, I think there's nothing that's going to be a result other than you being woke uh, because we expose things day by day, day after day. And that's really not what I'm here to do. I mean, I guess it is part of my calling. But really, I want to talk about the good news of Jesus Christ and the fact that the Bible is real and the fact that I'm radically saved and on fire for the Lord. But I often find myself talking about things like this, the Mueller report, because it really is an expression of how the Bible is playing out, like right before our eyes. You know what I'm saying? So my wife always kind of gets into this with me because she's like, you know, you have a really good way of kind of showing how the Bible is, is coming to life. I mean, I would have never thought about that. You know, we, we've talked before on the show about, you know, how the world is, is you know, the globalism and that that's basically just returning back to Nimrod and the Tower of Babel. I mean, that's what the enemy always wanted was a one world government, right? And God scattered the people of the earth. And uh, when they tried to form this tower to heaven called the Tower of Babel, and that's where the nations basically came from. And so since then, we've been in this, you know, nation state world that God formed for a reason. And now, you know, in this very late hour that we're living in, we're seeing the world trying to come back. And, uh, you know, this is the, the demonic realm, really, that's pushing the spirit of Antichrist, which is trying to bring everybody into a one-world government and a one-world global religion. Now, you say that's conspiracy, and you have every right to say that, but I will just tell you that I believe what the Word of God says, and we're watching these things. It's a spiritual battle between light and darkness, because the same people that brought you the fake and phony Russian collusion narrative and the whole Mueller you know, experience that we've had to endure for the past two or two or so years. Um, these are the same people that are fighting to kill babies. Let's just be honest. These are the same people that don't want borders. Um, these are the same people that are trying to, you know, take away our rights 
you know, our right to bear arms, our freedom of speech. These are the same people that are censoring people like myself that I literally have to deal with this. I was showing my wife on the Remnant News Facebook page what I'm going through right now. I mean, because there's videos that we put up that get 50,000, 100,000. I mean, we've had videos that have gone absolutely viral, but they suppress us. And then there's days when I, I notice there's like, you know, 500 people that'll like a post, 1,000 people like a post, 2,000 people like a post. And then there's days I get like two people on a post you know, the whole day. How is that possible? It's not possible. I get flagged by somebody or somebody's watching the page and, uh, you know, they don't like the fact that people in Germany, people in France, people all around the world write us and tell us that they're watching and listening to Remnant News. They're listening to podcast and they don't like that. They don't like that we're red pilling people and we're just one of many resources out there. But what I like about Remnant News is that we are fully stand for the word of God. We fully believe in the Bible. And by the way, I am a pastor and an ordained minister. I mean, a lot of people may not know that. So, you know, I'm not going to be compromising our faith, my walk with Jesus Christ, the fact that we absolutely believe in the Bible as the truth, the whole truth, you know, and uh, we're going to we're going to share the world's, you know, the events and the things that are going on from a biblical standpoint. So when you know those things, it, you know, you can understand that we're brethren. If you're a believer in Jesus Christ and you've accepted him into your heart as your Lord and Savior, we're brethren. And that's why we need to talk about these things that are going on around us, because there's not a lot of remnant people. There's, I love when I meet somebody that's a remnant person. I'm like, oh, they're a remnant person. They get it. You know, they have spiritual discernment. They understand the lateness of the hour. They understand the warfare and the battle that we're in, which is not against flesh and blood, but strongholds and principalities. Listen, we're right here in the, in the beachhead. We're right here, right, right before Hollywood. We're out here in Los Angeles. I mean, we're in the battle. I'm, 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 I'm in the battle. We're on the front lines. And I know many of you are as well. And I thank you for praying for us. And I thank you for believing in the mission because trust me, you know, a lot of people, they see the glory. They don't know the story. First of all, there's not a lot of glory. I'll tell you, the only glory is Jesus and the power of his Holy Spirit. But we have been under attack for years and uh, we watch our president who's been under attack for, you know, over two years now. And we see these things and we understand the significance of the battle. So this Mueller report came out, no collusion, no obstruction, just as we've been saying, if you've been reading the articles, if you've been listening to the podcast, if you've been hearing our, you know, what we've been talking about on our videos, I mean, this is what literally we've been saying and people, people tried to, I mean, not only did hundreds of people unfriend me on my personal Facebook page, people are angry with me for years. I was called a conspiracy theorist. I was called, you know, all these names. People were extremely disrespectful. They used this, this, you know, Russia collusion story to attack my personal character, to tell me that I'm crazy, to tell me that I'm a conspiracy theorist, to tell me that I bought into all these lies, that our president is, in fact, a Russian agent, that Putin was, you know, pulling the strings of Donald Trump. Just an absolute bogus, ridiculous story. And now that we're seeing that, you know, after all this investigation, no collusion, no obstruction, no connection to Russia whatsoever, and that actually the entire um, storyline itself and, you know, its inception started from a lie, which is, again, what we've been saying. It's I, I hate to beat a dead horse, but guys, I mean, like once in a while, you just kind of got to say, like, who are these mainstream corporate media, you know, people? Like, uh, you know, Anderson Cooper or Rachel Maddow or, you know, uh, you know, just I mean, you know, all those people that are out there every single day. And I can just go on and on. Chris Matthews. 
I mean, out there just totally selling America lies and selling the world lies and using identity politics to break us up into into segments and color and, you know, uh, all these different ethnicities. You know, they talk about racist. Talk about racist. Who's really racist when, when they're constantly talking about race? Look at the way that they treat Candace Owens. Did you see that recently, that viral video when she was testifying before a House committee? Unbelievable. That C-SPAN was the most watched C-SPAN clip in United States history, just so you guys know. And uh, I think that she deserves a major applause because she is educated in the way that she speaks. She's, she, you know, she, she speaks, uh, you know, intelligently, um, eloquently, respectfully, and yet she is uh, really yielding a sword of truth. And uh, there's a lot of people that are like that. I, I, you know, Sean Hannity, I respect him tremendously. I know he's going through a lot over there at Fox right now uh, with the Murdoch sons and the change of management there and, you know, uh, getting rid of, um, you know, some of the key allies uh, at Fox that used to be there that are no longer there, like Roger Ailes and, you know, others. Um, so, you know, we know um, there's been some change going on here for a while. They got rid of Bill O'Reilly. They, they censored Alex Jones. You know, it's been a constant, uh, you know, tirade of the left to, you know, just be on this, on this, on this, like, it's like a maniac, you know, like, a, just, I mean, I don't even know how to describe it. They're like possessed, literally. And they want to, you know, silence any dissenting voice and silence anybody that's speaking truth. And so now this report, after all this time, George Papadopoulos, you know, not guilty. I mean, General Flynn, I mean, one of the biggest patriots probably in our country that served our country wholeheartedly for years and years and years, who had to sell one of his houses. And I mean, just unbelievable the stuff that this guy's had to do to defend himself. And meanwhile, I mean, nothing, nothing, totally fraudulent story made up by, you know, I mean, the, basically the opposition party, Hillary Clinton, uh, Barack Obama and his administration, Loretta Lynch, you know, all these players that have been actively involved in this collusion delusion to attack the president, a duly elected president, you know, and basically make us feel like our president could be compromised. And people bought into this story hook, line, and sinker. I mean, half the country believes this. A lot of people believe this garbage. Until this day, I mean, they're still saying, you know, Russia hacked the election. It ain't even possible because the, the, the voting machines aren't even connected to the Internet. I keep saying that. I don't know why people don't beat that story, you know, and, and get it out there. I mean, I'm one of the ones that's beating it like a dead horse here. I'm just, you know, over and over. They, they can't hack it. Hey, guys. Just so you know, they can't hack the Internet. Uh, you know, I mean, they can hack the Internet, but they can't hack the, the, the voting machines because they're not connected to the Internet. And uh, so it's just a total bogus, you know, fraudulent narrative that's been going on here now. And in the meantime, we could have been fixing our infrastructure, bringing back additional jobs, you know, really thinking about our manufacturer sector, you know, really thinking about ways that we can improve the United States and truly make America great again, which is what the president wants to do and literally has had opposition from activist judges, um, you know, from this collusion, delusion that has been like a noose around his neck. I mean, literally holding him back. You know, guys' hands were totally tied for half. I mean, most of the, the entire time he's been president. And yet look how much he's been able to accomplish in the midst. I mean, you know, you really got it. I mean, he's like going to go down in history. As like somebody like a Job. I mean, look what God, you know, allowed to happen here. This man is a resilient man. And I don't know very many people, including ministers. I don't know really anybody, to be honest with you, just a few maybe people that could handle the amount of pressure that Donald Trump has been under. I mean, they tried to destroy his marriage. 
with the fake, you know, uh, accusations after accusations. I mean, look at that uh, Avenatti that is a total sleazeball that tried to, you know, uh, they, I mean, they went after his wife, you know, Trump's wife to try to make her think things. I mean, they, they, they ridiculed her. They made fun of her. They made fun of her voice and her accent. And I mean, she's such an eloquent lady. She deserves so much respect. She's got such a kind heart. She, you know, I'm not saying that she doesn't have a past, but we all do. But, you know, from what I've seen of her and the way she's conducted herself as first lady, it's been admirable. President Trump has been one of the most, um, you know, faith-friendly presidents that I've ever seen. In fact, probably the most that I've ever seen in my lifetime. And, you know, I can't even recall even, you know, I'm a student of history. Can't recall anybody, you know, having so much. Um, I mean, the, the Christians, the evangelical community has just an open door into his office to lay hands on him, to pray for him. I mean, it's um, unbelievable. But, you know, there's still people in the Christian community that that have bought. I mean, there, I know people that listen to CNN. I mean, I've had this talk with with uh, a woman of God that I really respect, an elder in my life. And she says, Todd, people are listening to CNN. They think CNN is telling them the truth. I mean, it's, you know, if you it's just like my grandma. She's passed away now. She, she's with the Lord. Um, both my grandmas. But my my grandma on my dad's side, I mean, she was a Democrat. And she was a Democrat her whole life, you know what I'm saying? And so she just, she said, I'm a Democrat, that's who I am, you know? And it didn't really matter where the party went or how liberal the party got, because she remembered the party of JFK, you see what I'm saying? And so there, there's going to be those people that are in the Christian community that just, they just don't get it. And, um, you know, again, I'm not here to say like I'm Mr. Republican, although I, you know, definitely believe that the Republican Party is way more in line with Christian beliefs than the, the Democrat Party. I mean, I just can't fathom till this day how people support uh, killing a baby after birth. When I heard that, l let me just talk about that for a couple minutes here. That's where the party's at. So I, I want to talk to the people that are, are still in the Democrat Party. OK, and, and I don't want to be disrespectful to you because I know that many of you respect me and I respect you. And I have some really dear friends that are Democrats. But I, I just want to say this because we got in this conversation at dinner and, and I really, you know, at this point, they are the opposition party. Okay. They are the opposition party and not, not the opposition party of the Republicans, the opposition party of America, the opposition party of the United States. Okay. What we're trying to do, just so you guys understand, we're trying to rebuild our infrastructure. We're trying to fix major, major problems. Um, has Trump been able to do it? No. We still have a major problem with immigration. I mean, people are pouring into our country. It's, it's a crisis of epic proportions, and he would love to fix it, but his hands have been tied. Activist judges, again, uh, you know, people suing the administration, people, you know, judges putting stays on, on his executive orders, and, you know, I mean, just everything he's tried to do. I mean, look at what uh, Governor Newsom has tried to do out here in California. I mean, just unbelievable. So, you know, it can't be President Trump fights all our battles for us, but I, it's admirable what he's trying to do. But if anybody, if, if, if anybody who is a Democrat, if you think that we're out of the woods or by getting somebody like Bernie Sanders in the White House or, you know, AOC, uh, God forbid, right? Or even, you know, even like moderate, more moderate Democrats than AOC, let, let's just say more moderate. She still calls herself progressive and she is by far. But even Nancy Pelosi who's like the older part of the party, you know. She is progressive as can be. I mean, they're still fighting to kill a baby. And this where the Democrat Party is at right now is they're saying it's a woman's right to kill her offspring, not in the womb. They already been doing that for years. OK, they're saying now the baby is born and then, you know, you make the baby comfortable and then they make the decision whether or not to murder 
the baby. How do you stand with that? You tell me. Well, I don't I don't believe in abortion, but I stand for the rest of the things of the party. Listen to me, okay? You are signing off on that if you're voting Democrat. In in 2020, if you vote Democrat, you are signing off on that. But you're not just signing off on that. You're signing off on a lot of other things too. I don't know if you recall the big bathroom battle that we had during the Obama administration, but do you guys remember what he was fighting for? For, for men to be in women's restrooms and, and they got this whole restroom, restroom frenzy in our country where Target bathroom, remember Target? And you, know, you walk through the Target and it was like, you know, these big statements that they were making. I mean, it was unbelievable what was going on. You know, now that, that was what his legacy is. I mean, these are just these are just some of the things. But do you do you see the rebellion in the in the in the young people? Do you see the the entitlement culture that we have, where people are so dependent on government instead of knowing how to be entrepreneurs, knowing how to be successful? And I think this is for all people groups. Okay, I mean, we need to get out of the weeds here in America and look at our problems and find real solutions. Our debt is out of control. Our country has been in decline. Not only decline as a nation, but in decline morality. You know, I mean, morally, we've been just you know going off the abyss, and we can see the fruit of this. And so, yes, I, I made a statement today. I said I think America has turned a page. What well, we have by getting past this horrible Mueller report. And, it, you know, at least it's a positive development. But if, if you think we're out of the woods, we're not even close to being out of the woods. I mean, not only are we, we, we dealing with the destabilizing, you know, global reserve currency of the dollar, um, you know, but the, the fact that our, you know, our military was almost decimated under the Obama administration. Trump's trying to fix it and modernize it, but it was decimated. I mean, I talk to troops and, and hear things that just is, if you guys, I mean, do you remember the American soldiers on, on their knees to Iran? And then, and then, I mean, I, I just, you know, if the news media was against, you know, if they were fair and balanced and they actually reported, if you could imagine what happened in the Obama administration, these sailors, U.S. sailors were on their knees like punks, okay? We were like punks to these, to Iran, the Muslim Republic of Iran. We're talking about a nation that believes in Sharia. Okay, that the, the, the Ayatollah Khomeini is, is, is the one that, you know, pretty much runs this country. And our soldiers, our American, you know, young 18-year-olds that we send out there, you know, to fight for us abroad and, and stand for our freedom, you know, and, and, uh, and, and here our soldiers are on their knees. And then Obama does a deal with Iran after that and gives them, you know, millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars on their tarmac i mean just unbelievable unbelievable if you think about what happened and what transpired there and what about the disrespect for the police department what about the disrespect for law enforcement i mean do you see how they got to wear body cams now because uh, they're so scared they got to use all these non-lethal weapons because they've been their hands have been tied gosh these are the first responders you know what we had a situation in our neighborhood the other day and you know we had to call 911 and I'm going to tell you something. They came within like 10 minutes. And that's in Los Angeles, which wasn't very a bad response time. It was actually not bad at all, considering. But, you know, the fire department actually, you know, arrived first. But these people put their lives on the line every single day because they were coming to a hostile situation that had taken place with one of our, our neighbors. And I just thought about it. I said, these guys every day are putting their lives on the line for us. And yet the Obama administration decided to make law enforcement a target. And I, I'm sorry, this, this is not about color. It's not about race, okay? It's not even about, I mean, I'm not even talking about religion here. I'm just talking about common sense, okay? Who are those Democrats that are anti-law enforcement being protected by? People with guns, 
Okay, and who would they? Who would be the first person they call if somebody was threatening them? Law enforcement. So you better be careful. Don't bite the hand that feeds you and protects you. And the American people are fed up, and we're fed up with this Mueller report. We're fed up with it. Christians, we need to be fed up with it too. And I'm sorry that some people are still deceived and want to align themselves because maybe they think that you know, oh, Democrats stand for women, or Democrats stand for African Americans, or Democrats stand for minorities. That's really not true. Because Democrats stand for globalism and for selling out our country. And so as we get ready for 2020, we need to stand with the President of the United States. This is a crucial, defining moment for our nation. And I am thankful to God that he's protected our president and that he's, he's, he allowed this Russian collusion hoax, this phony, fraudulent hoax, the phony, fraudulent dossier, the phony, fraudulent entire situation i pray that we wake up church of god now here's the deal and this is how i'm gonna end the show and please don't think i'm angry because i'm not but i'm, I'm a little upset about this whole molar thing I, i'm not gonna lie to you about that okay i am <laughs> but at, but at least it's done and you know i think there's gonna be more things that come out i've told you guys i think that you know a lot of people are gonna get indicted eventually here and that they're gonna you know really start bringing down some corrupt elements of the letter agencies and really start uncovering some of the real collusion and real uh, criminals that have been part of the swamp for a very long time. And I believe that's going to be part of the Great Awakening. Now, here's the spiritual side of it, okay? President Trump can't fight all our battles. President Trump is not any type of religious leader, okay? He's, he's like a Cyrus-type person, you know? I mean, he's allowing the church to rise up. But we have a mandate in this reprieve season, and we need to stand up for righteousness. And God is going to separate the sheep from the goats, and it's about wisdom and discernment. It's about wholeheartedly loving the Lord with all your heart, leaning not on our own understanding, in all of our ways, acknowledging Him. He's going to direct our path day by day. But the church needs to be the head, not the tail. We have got to lead. Now, I say that a lot. People say, well, what do you mean? You know, you say it all the time. You know, what do you mean? I mean, we're doing all we can. We go to church every week. You know, we're, we're giving our tithes. You know, what, what is it that you want us to do? And I'm just going to tell you this. It's not that I want you to do anything. But what I would love to see our nation do, including myself, is to truly repent. Re repent of this immorality that we've allowed in our nation. Repent of the compromise. You know, repent of the direction that we've been headed and turn back to righteousness and turn back to our first love, Jesus. But if the church would preach, and those 64% of pastors that are scared to preach the full Bible, if they would start preaching the full Bible and doing it in Christ's love, but at the same time informing and equipping the saints of God, I believe we're going to see a turnaround here. So today was a victory. We saw a victory here. Many people have been praying. My mama has a prayer call every single week. She prays for President Trump. I know a lot of you do. I know there's intercessors out there that have been praying for our president. I thank you for what you've done. And I just want to say, before we end this broadcast today, thank you, Jesus, for exonerating our president. We pray for his safety. We pray for his protection. We pray for the direction of this nation. We pray for liberty and freedom-loving citizens that truly want to have a blessed and prosperous life, standing for the word of God, living out in purity and holiness and righteousness. And we pray that America would wake up, that the church would wake up, and that we would stop you know, being cannibalistic uh, eating each other and you know attacking each other but we come together in unity toward a common cause and that's not a cause of getting our latest book out it's not a cause of you know taking speaker fees and all that stuff and, and being a christian celebrity no i'm talking about being remnant believers in jesus christ who wholeheartedly are about the great commission and about jesus's business amen bless you guys we'll talk to you tomorrow